Welcome to my virtual therapy room. I'm Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee, and this is Sex Spoken Here. Remember, this podcast deals with adult themes, and so does the vlog, so if you don't have privacy, you might wish to put on your headphones. I had the opportunity this summer to interview a number of people who are very prominent in the leather community while I was at Master Slave Conference. And one of these joins me for this three-part interview. Viola Johnson is a leather woman, vampire, and author who has been active in the leather BDSM scene for over three decades. A mentor and confidant to many in the fetish world, she has a special fondness for the boys of our community and those who choose to serve as slaves and submissives. Viola is the wife of Jill Carter, International Ms. Leather, 1996. Viola had the distinction of winning the Lifetime Achievement Award from Pantheon of Leather and the National Leather Association, making her the only person to receive both awards in the same year. In August of 2007, she was honored with the first Lifetime Achievement Award given by Blackbeat. Viola is also the recipient of the Pantheon of Leather Woman of the Year Award, the Jack Stice Award, and the Slave Heart Award. In January 2012, Viola received within eight days of the, mas of ma the Master Steve's Golden Paintbrush Awards at Southwest Leathers Conference in Arizona and the Leather Leadership Award at the Creating Change Conference in Baltimore, sponsored by the Gay and Lesbian Task Force. Viola is the author of two books, Zampier and To Love, To Obey, To Serve. Currently, she is working on her third book, which is a follow-up of To Love, To Obey, To Obey. Okay, Gabriel, can you edit that bit? I'll do the sentence again. Currently, she is working on her third book, a follow-up to love, to obey, to serve. She and her wife also began and host the Carter Johnson Leather Library, which holds um, documents, books, magazines, artwork, audio recordings, and video recordings that reflect leather history and sexual history over the ages. This library has a home where researchers can go and visit it, and the home is in Indiana. And it is also parts of the library are taken various places so that the public are able to learn of the leather history and learn sexual history from original source materials. That should do. Spawn demonic things. Everything. So this is what I do. I'm going to put this behind that. This is going to do the audio just in case. This is, and I've managed not to turn a video on twice, and I wouldn't have had the interviews if I hadn't had an audio just in case. So I do that. Um, Sounds kinky. I swear I've learned. I have learned by fucking up. Thank you. I'm not connected to the internet. That's another thing to do. Where are we? Western guest. Just connect me.
you to fuck about. I'm just going to turn you on to put you on my phone. No, you're not. Okay, you're doing it. Finally. Consider just the weird electronic bad vibrations of everything. There's that, and there's also spiritual energy interferes with electronics. Yeah, all the time. We know this. That's a given. More Loki does not wear a watch because he cannot. He runs too much energy, he stops the watch. Okay. So does Jill. I understand that. I can't believe I still haven't managed to be in the same place Jill was. Someday I will meet Jill. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'll grab a potted bio from you, because normally I go through the intro and I didn't write that yet, Good. and I'll record it later. Um, and, you know, if we bop anything or boop anything, I don't know why that's beeping, but it's not going to in a minute. Go on, you're going to, thank you. Um, we don't have to worry about it because the child will edit it out. And you'll hear me say, she's like, okay, stop for a second. Gabriel, can you just get rid of that, please? I just screwed up. <laughs> so, um, what, before we do this, what do you want to talk about? Like, Because you don't have to talk about history. You can talk about anything that you want to talk about. Jewel, I would have no idea. And I've said this before. When people say, can you give me a list of things you want to talk about? For Fine, I'll just... I have not a clue what might be interesting. We will just start a conversation because that's what I do, right? And it goes where it goes, and I don't care where it goes. Okay. So, great. Okay, so I'm just going to do this little intro. Actually, I'm not going to do the intro. I'm going to do... Okay, Gabriel, I'm going to do the sex spoken here welcome intro separately. So, um, you'll just edit out the whole bit before we've started talking. Okay, cool? <laughs> talking over there. All right, so, um, so I know, having been around for a number of years, quite a bit about your passion, which is holding on to history and why you have this passion. And I do actually want that in, I want us to talk a bit about your fears at the moment with the climate, the way it is in the world, as to what's going to happen to our, not just our history, but um, moving forward to being teaching the next generation and to, to being able to educate the people coming up as to what leather is. Julia, you're talking meaning of life stuff. Mm -hmm. um, let's start with the fear. Okay. As a lover of history, as a retired history teacher, but more important is somebody who believes there are grains of salt in every conspiracy theory or the theory would never have grown. I look at some of the things that are going on and I'm going, this ain't making sense. The sudden desire to take in the United States, please mm -hmm. understand, y'all yep. have better sense. The desire to take cursive out of schools. Mm -hmm. um, the sudden desire to digitize everything and get rid of the paper trail. Mm -hmm. Because books are being thrown out left and right, and the theory is, well, they've been digitized. Wow. Um, as an aside, because you're stuck with a history teacher. That's fine. Um, we had a situation at one of the Pennsylvania, one of the downtown Philadelphia hospitals. They were digitizing their archive. And they didn't think about it because it was all automatic. Next, next, next. 
and they threw out the originals. What they didn't realize was there was a problem with the machine. And the piece that went in flat, slowly but surely with every succeeding page, the page was being turned slightly. So they weren't getting the full page. Until by the time they were about 100 pages in, instead of getting a page that was vertical actually to the printer, they were getting one that was horizontal. And all they got was the middle of the documents and they didn't realize it until they went to prove it, but the originals had already been discarded. Now, I take that as just one example of the rush to digitize, which I think is wonderful. We have a digital generation. Mm -hmm. But why are you getting rid of the paper? Don't tell me it's just that it's occupying space. There's got to be uh, a way to check all of this, or for someone who just doesn't want to read the copy on the ebook. I would rather have uh, the original census record in my hand or the original land document. Um, if for no other reason, then there might be something that didn't uh, transpose as easily, that didn't copy as well. I use the example downstairs of the wonderful things that Tashin did for us. Oh, yes. In reprinting Bizarre, Physique Pictorial, so many of the early books on sex. It can never be lost because of that. There's and uh, there's also this sense of there's a tac the tactile dimension and of course you know when we learn the more senses that we use the better we learn so if you only have a digitized version you're limiting what somebody can use in order to learn and when I show people passion this is good guarantees everybody can have a copy guarantees it will never be lost but the originals are sitting right next to it let me show you this yep. It's a whole different feeling. And when you compare it page to page, you can also see the quality that has been lost in the copy. Of course. Imagine the very good copies. The original is there to hold, to touch. You know, and we see it in every medium, for God's sakes. I would la rather listen to a new record than a brand new digital, what do they call them, wave files? Download. MP3 way is different. Lossless. It is. It's a different sound. There's. It, there's. Um. And while it sounds like a, a digression, my my question with this is, why the rush to get rid of the originals, and more importantly, why the rush to make sure that the next generation can't read it. And so, for me, the fear that comes up that you're leading to is that actually you can alter digital recordings. Yeah, and I, I mean, I have to say that I had, um, um, you know, when I do court work, um, sometimes people will ask me if they can record and I tell them no. And they will ask if I record and I tell them no. And the reason is that people alter those things. And then you end up in an argument as to, has this been altered? What's it been altered as? So I take verbatim notes because that's my verbatim note. And you can argue with me about whether I got it down right or whatever, but you can see that that's my verbatim note. So I understand that, that, that it, it does feel like, well, yeah, if you're going to get rid of the originals, then you can 
you can make this all say whatever you want it to say. And if the child can't read the cursive, you must now accept as fact what it is that I show you. Yes. Uh, you can't read the original census record. You can't read the original uh, land records. You can't read the original declaration. No. You can't read the original Bill of Rights. You can't read the original law file. You can't read anything that is in cursive. You can't read the judge's original notes. You can't read any of it. So now you must believe me when I say, no, it's, it's, it's the accurate copy. And this move towards having the world's view be controlled by a few and being unable to be explored by the many, yeah. which is, for me, that is very much what was going on in the 30s and watching the buildup of fascism and that frightens me to death that so much is being controlled I mean because you and I both remember when how news was gathered in the olden days right you know you know there were people who were reporters who went along to a place um, and they wrote for print newspapers which were very popular there was television and there were a variety of different sources and the news when there was an opinion given they told you that's what they were doing because they came on <laughs> and they went opinion. opinion and then they did their story now i don't recognize anything that i see in the uk some but um but in the us i don't recognize what i see to me it all seems to be coming from a place whatever the person's viewpoint is and i don't care what opinion you draw from all of the facts you are given but have the right to research the facts. Yeah. I did not say truth. Truth is subjective. I said the facts. And from those facts, draw your own truths and your own conclusions. I don't have a problem with that. I may not agree with your opinion, but at least I know your opinion is based on something besides someone else's nonsense. And when we take that to looking at sex and sexuality and anything that isn't heteronormative, um, straight vanilla sex, it then becomes sinister because this is the way we erase people. Procreation, for, fornication for the purpose of procreation only. Yeah. And then we erase and erase and erase and erase. And sorry. You don't get to do that on my watch. I didn't say you had to agree with it. I didn't say you had to like it. I said, here are all of the other options. Yeah. You can pick the one you like or not pick any, but it is available if you choose to read it. One of the things that I find so difficult when talking with people about these areas is that they don't understand that people feel the way that they feel and they have sexual desires and feelings and leanings um, and relationship desires most of the time before they have words for them and so if you have limited um, the language then what you do is you have people who are feeling odd unusual wrong horrible disgusting outcast and all of these things well said. 
And there's no way for them to gain self-esteem, be healthy with whatever sexuality and whatever desires they have. Yeah. Uh, not on my watch. Yeah. It really is just that simple. Um, I grew up in a household that was filled with history. Uh, or let me rephrase that, filled with family stories that I didn't necessarily know were history. But I heard them constantly. They made me aware of who I was. So there was no uh, outsider that could come in and put another story yes. inside of my consciousness because I was filled with the family stories and they made me stronger. Uh, I often quote my mother's mother who was afraid I would be a victim of discrimination. She said, child, remember who you are. If you do, the bully can harm, harm your, hurt your body, but never harm your soul. Yeah. Because I knew who I was. And that gave me a foundation that has lasted me into my <coughs> years. Yes. <laughs> um, and it's been built upon as the second family I've chosen mm -hmm. has filled me with their stories as well. The pride, the bragging, the boasting about my grandchildren, the people, the incidents, the the opportunities, all of that that I've seen, the the knowing Gail and hearing her stories, or sitting down over a glass of Jack Daniels and stuff damn near killed me, with Tony DeBlase and so on, and, and bringing all of that inside me has given me a sense of pride that can never be taken away. We, I believe, my humble opinion only, are not giving that to our children. I believe you. I we are you. not teaching our next generation. Faggot, yes, yeah, so was Bernstein. Dyke, uh, yeah, don't sing America the Beautiful, it was written by a lesbian. Pervert, yeah, let's not talk about what Eleanor Roosevelt was doing in the White House. There are retorts to all of that. But we haven't given our children that armor. And, and we have to. And we have to because it is getting rougher out there. Yeah. Um, and it, even in Europe, you know. And we do have a, a, a more tolerant society. I won't even say that in quotes, it's true. We have a more tolerant society, but even so, um, my child was bullied for being of Jewish heritage. And see, I thought you all had finally gotten better sense. We don't, but I think we. But I. Well, okay, so we're more tolerant of race differences, um, and and racism is more institutionalized. Although there are, I mean, I'm not. There are plenty of bigots running around, and there are plenty of racists running around. But um, I think the culture lends itself to not getting in people's faces. Therefore, you know, passive aggressiveness is definitely. The, the way that a lot of things are expressed. Therefore, it, it, it isn't like here. We also don't have uh, gun crime in the same way. Thank you. And so um, we're not walking around worried that we're going to be shot. But, you know, I have a child who was bullied extensively for this. And by children who didn't know history. And, and that's where it came from. And because he knew his family stories and he knew history, he took pride and the following year they had to do a class project 
um, and, and research something and do a project and create something creative and then stand on stage and talk about it. So he did his Jewish heritage. And that made some of that die away because he educated people. But that's because I went to a lot of effort and his dad went to a lot of effort and we're lucky went to a lot of effort to instill this child with pride. Bingo. And armor, and I talk about this with people all the time, you need armor. You need armor just in general in the world, just to deal with the chaos, let alone to deal with the stuff that's going on here. And that's the, the well, aside from meeting a book burner, um, that's the passion, that is the reasoning behind what I do. You don't get to burn my kids' history because ultimately you will destroy my kids. Yeah. Hein Heinrich Hein, German philosopher, said long before Hitler, long before World War I, actually, and I'm going to quote this badly, any society that burns a book must ultimately burn its writer. The book is not where the danger lies. It is within their mind. Yes. Well, and we know that that's what they're trying to do. I mean, that's what they aim to do. That's the ultimate aim, is to get rid of the deviant thoughts. And, and since the deviant thoughts are housed in deviant people, that means get rid of the deviant Oh, no, people. no, 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 no. Jewel, wrong country. The deviant thoughts are not housed in deviant people. They're housed in educated people. The new True Christian enough. right is now mm -hmm. preaching and teaching that education mm -hmm. itself is an evil. That is frightening. And that a good woman does not seek knowledge. A good woman seeks to be obedient to her husband and to her church. Wow. And one of the things that has um, over the last 10 years, watching what happened has happened with sex education, 10, 15 years, and it's got, just gotten steadily worse, has been completely flabbergasting to me that there are epidemics that can be, if not prevented, managed. We can prevent further spread, but we need knowledge for that. We need education for that. Um, yeah that there are children who are transgender killing themselves because they don't understand that you, there's you nothing know, wrong with them. Get me on that soapbox. You know, and, and they're not the only ones, you know. There are, the, the, the teen suicide epidemic is horrific. And when you peel those statistics apart, what you find are kids who feel that they are just wrong. Yes. And had they education, they would not feel they were wrong. They may not be fine. There may be still work to do. I'm you know, not going to argue with that. That's fine. But we're taking away this. I mean, when somebody tells me all they need to know is abstinence. Sure. And I say, but that 12-year-old twelve, that 12 girl is pregnant. How does that happen? Right? She doesn't even know how she got pregnant because all you taught her was abstinence. But you also taught her, and this is where the ugly comes in, yeah. that daddy was always right. Of course. And then when they do the DNA test, but I've been... 
part two of my interview with Mama Vi can be found on the A to Z of Sex podcast. B is for book burning. And part three on next week's Sex Spoken Here, and this will be audio only. Thanks for joining me for Sex Spoken Here with Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Write to me with suggestions for the show or questions you'd like answered on the show at drbisbee at v-intimacy-coach.com. That's D-R-B-I-S-B-E-Y. Please follow me on Twitter and Instagram where I'm at Dr. Bisbee and also follow me on Facebook, Dr. Lori Beth Bisbee. Do check out my, check out my YouTube channel, which is Dr. Lori Bisbee. For a free 30-minute session, with me, go to https colon forward slash forward slash the dash intimacy dash coach.com and click on the button that says click here on the contact page. Please leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher if you enjoy the show. And I look forward to connecting with you all next week. Thanks so much for listening. Have a good one.